All right, we need to get a handle on the border and quick before we lose the country. I mean, lose it already more than we already have because it's nearly unrecognizable. I mean, you turn on the news and all you see are socialist and terrorism th- sympathizers and religious hate. And you're like, this is, this is not America. But aside from the existential threat of losing our identity due to our withering borders, there is a very present and real threat. We've got 100,000 illegal immigrants arriving in a week. And trust me, they're not angels. It is a crisis and everybody knows it. And there are things that Trump can do to stop it tomorrow. And he doesn't need Congress to do it. If Trump wants to stop illegal mass migration, here is where he can start. The Republican Party believes America has not only the right, but the absolute duty to control our borders and to enforce our laws. But the Democrats, on the other hand, do not believe that. In fact, they they don't even believe in the entire notion of borders because you can't have a border if you don't enforce it. But before we get into how Trump can overcome the obstruction from the Democrats, I want to tell you about our sponsor, Home Title Lock. I've got got a nightmare story from our friends at Home Title Lock. It says, I heard you warn listeners about home title theft, but I didn't think we'd be victims until we got a bank notice claiming we defaulted on home loans we never took out. Some thief found our title online and forged our signatures stating he was the owner. Then he borrowed against our home and stuck us with the payments. Our identity theft protection didn't stop it. The bank said it's our problem and insurance didn't cover it. We've spent thousands trying to get our home back. Guys, home title theft is a huge problem, so my friends protect their home with Home Title Lock. And for pennies a day, Home Title Lock puts a barrier around your home's title and mortgage. So go to HomeTitleLock.com, register your home to learn if your title has already been stolen. And if you register your home now, you'll receive a free title scan and report $100 value free with sign-up. So go to HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. So the Dems, they are making it impossible to secure our borders through Congress. They're obstructing, right? And anytime Trump tries to use his executive power, some liberal judge pops up like, no, 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 you can't do that. That's racist. We're not going to allow that. Well, too bad, judges. The courts don't actually have the power to do that anyway, I would argue. So if they were Trump, I would just ignore them. All right? Declare these liberal court injunctions unconstitutional. And you know what? If they have a problem with that, they can take it up with the Supremes. Now, everyone knows we need a wall. Everyone knows that, including the Democrats, by the way, who voted for it in 2006. But there are other tools to deal with illegal immigration to help with this crisis. Daniel Horowitz has an excellent article at Conservative Review detailing what Trump can currently do about the crisis at our border. Ten ideas for Trump to stop the illegal mass migration. And it starts with shutting down immigration, shutting it all down. And Trump knows this because he's talked about it. We're closing the border. They'll close it and we'll, we'll keep it closed for a long time. I'm not playing games. Shut it down, Mr. President. Keep commerce open, you know, so that the, so that the feminist soy boys, they, they can still have their avocado toast at brunch. But we've told you many times the president has total authority to suspend entry of all aliens. And he should at least temporarily so we can get a handle on this. You got to tell them, sorry, you can't come if you don't already have documents. And even for you asylum seekers, you got to tell them, no can do, my friend. The border is closed. America is closed. Most of these asylum seekers, by the way, do not qualify. 
You should know that. They do not qualify. They know the claim is bogus, but they still spend all the time and those resources because they get to wait in America for our people to sort out the situation. So instead, we should send a clear message to Central Americans. You know what? If you show up to the border now, you will not get in, so do not even try. That's how you deter them. Now, how do you deal with the ones who still show up or who are already still there? Well, we keep hearing the detention centers, they're overwhelmed. We don't know what to do. We have to let them into the country. Well, if we built up temporary detention facilities to deal with the flood, we wouldn't have to release them into the country. Build temporary housing. And Trump has talked about this. We're going to build 10 cities. We're going to put tents up all over the place. We're not going to build structures and spend all of this, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars. We're going to have tents. They're going to be very nice and they're going to wait. And if they don't get asylum, they get out. So even if Trump does not shut down all asylum claims completely, he can make it so that they have to wait in temporary housing or tents until they're cleared. If they're not, which they likely won't be, they get sent back, not into America, back home. So you get temporary judges to hear their cases rapidly. They don't come into our entire immigration court system. No more of this, off you go, off you go, my friend, and make sure to come back for your court date. And then you never see them again until they're in the newspaper for chopping a teenager into little pieces. We let them go because of something called the Flores Settlement, which says we can't keep the families longer than 20 days if they have kids. It is a trick. It is a loophole. We'll talk more about the Flores Settlement later because it's bogus. But the good news is we actually don't even need 20 days, which is what the Flores Settlement says. We don't need 20 days. Here their cases right there in the tent and then send them on their way. Or better yet, just don't hear them at all. Sorry, everyone who came before you ruined your chances with their bogus claims. That brings us to number three. Why don't we just send them back before they even step foot into our country? Hey, that's a novel idea. Don't let them in. Border Patrol, they should not have to take migrants in just because they say, oh, but sir, I'm so fearful of going back into my country. Who came up with that law? What genius came up with that? Because as soon as those words are uttered, the Border Patrol agents have no choice but to bring them to some other bureaucrat who says, well, hmm, this, this guy, he seems credible to me. And then we let them go. No, Border Patrol should be able to reject bogus asylum claims right off the bat. What we have now is stupid. It's ridiculous. It's a bunch of bureaucracy that just results in more migrants being released into the U.S. And then we lose track of them. So instead of having it all go through all of that nonsense, just give Border Patrol chiefs the ability to say, sorry, your claim is BS. Bye bye. And turn them away on the spot. Number four, Flores Settlement. Now, the Flores Settlement is just this rigmarole that basically says you can't hold kids for more than 20 days. And you know what? It is a trafficker's dream come true. You can just show up with kids and you're free after 20 days. Well, if you end the Flores Settlement, which, uh, by the way, is not a real law, it's a settlement. Well, if you, if you uh, end that, you lose that incentive. But if we shut down immigration altogether, on the other hand, it wouldn't even be 20 days. It would be however long it takes them to turn around. Now, you want to talk about deterrence. If prospective illegal immigrants know that they're going to be caught and held in a tent and then told they have to go right back instead of being let into the U.S., well, I don't know. Breaking them into America just doesn't really have the same ring to it anymore, does it? We also need to defend the border, not just deter, we need to defend, which brings us to number five, calling the Mexican cartels what they are, and that is terrorists. I mean, everyone, everyone's so worried about this terrorism, thousands and thousands of miles away, they're so worried about the terrorism in the Middle East when we've got it right here on our border. 
But if Trump did an official designation from the White House, what that would do is it would give Trump resources from the Defense Department to use against them. And it would allow Trump to actually use the military and not just for de-escalation, which brings us to number six. We're going to be guarding our border with the military. That's a big step. So currently we've got about 2,900 active duty troops. We're looking at sending 300 more. So in addition to helping with the cartels, the smugglers, the criminals, the gangs, and the drug dealers, the military can actually help enforce not allowing anyone illegally to enter. Because right, this is the most basic job of a military. It should really be a no-brainer. should not be nation building in the Middle East. If no one is gonna be getting in illegally, we need to be able to do some enforcement to make that actually happen. So number seven, not just the military, get as many officers involved as possible. Quote, Trump should recruit as many law enforcement agents into the immigration enforcement business as possible to buttress the work of both Border Patrol and ICE. If the attorney general thinks there's an actual or imminent mass influx of aliens, then what can happen is actually the president can grant law enforcement the power to serve as immigration enforcement and share all of the same powers, all of the same privileges, and all of the same duties. So no more, oh, I'm sorry, I can't help with that. This is not my aisle. No more of that. We need all hands on deck. Number eight, stop remittances. Remittances, those are the payments back to illegal immigrants' families in Central America, and the Treasury can actually stop this real easy because most of the money that goes back to Central America, it comes from illegal immigrants. They are taking money they got from jobs they should never have had, and they are giving, it to that, they're giving that money to people in their home country. We should not. Why are we putting up with that? So if you block that, again, it kind of ruins the whole appeal of coming here illegally. Number nine. Deport, deport, deport. For some reason, we've accepted that when illegals get here, deporting them, it's, oh, it's really, it's impractical, it's unreasonable, BS. I mean, can we deport all of them? No, since, I mean, thanks to the open border that we've got, there could be as many as 22 million illegals here. But why don't we start with, I don't know, the ones with final deportation orders? There are over 1 million illegal aliens with final deportation orders. 644,000 of them are from El Salvador and Guatemala and Honduras and Mexico. Start with them so that illegals and those who aspire to be illegals, you don't just get to, they know, you don't just get to come here and stay forever because you slip past the catch and release loophole. Finally, number 10. If illegals knew they wouldn't be able to work here, they wouldn't want to come. It's as simple as that. So what you should do is have the IRS clamp down on illegal, uh, on illegal employment and identity theft. Make it as hard as possible for illegal immigrants to take a job from American workers. It is time to start putting America first. It's not that we don't like people from other countries. It's that Americans deserve a president who looks after them first. American workers deserve a government that looks after us. Yes, we want the best and the brightest, but letting anyone in with a pair of feet into the country is not how you get that. Our immigration system is undoubtedly broken. Its policies have been crafted and manipulated to help citizens of other nations game the system and screw Americans, which is completely ass backwards. But it's not an accident. No, it was actually designed that way because you know what? It works out real nicely for the rich boomers in their nice suburbs with their gated communities and they benefit from the cheap labor. Democrats and Republicans, they benefit from it. And they don't have to deal with the realities of an onslaught of unassimilated migrants. They don't have to deal with the crime that it brings. They don't have to deal with the realities of a changing demographic, but I'm sure they love the Democrat votes that it brings them.
which in turn, those votes let them stay as far removed from the consequences of their policies as possible. And instead, you have to deal with that. For them, it's a sweet gig. For them, there's nothing broken about our immigration system for them. But for the rest of America, it sucks. A reminder to everyone, I'd really appreciate it if you'd please rate, review, and subscribe to the White House Brief Podcast. It will make sure the truth rises above all the other stuff out there. So please rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks for listening.